Former Pelican JJ Reddick goes in on Zion Williamson. Was it warranted? Let's get into it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this what is it? Wednesday. This week has gone on very long. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, which right now is the Zion Williamson situation. JJ Redick on one of the ESPN morning shows kind of went off on him. And this is this is surprising. So before I get into some of his comments, and look, you've likely heard them by now. This is a guy that was a teammate of his that seemed to really like him. They're both Duke guys. They have that, they call it the Duke Brotherhood, right? That's a really strong bond between two players. They're also repped by the same agency. There's a lot of connections for them. So for JJ Reddick to come out and say, <clears throat> sorry, I'm still getting over being sick, saying negative things about Zion Williamson, it's eye opening. It's, it's, it's almost surprising you rarely hear this level of candidness from one player talking about another. They all tend to say only really good things about each other if you played with a guy because you know them personally. But he went in on him and he started by calling him a detached teammate. Said he was a detached teammate when he was here in New Orleans. So a couple of things from this. And this is what we'll get into in the second segment. Maybe this is just how Zion is, right? Maybe he's just introverted if we're looking for ways to rationalize it. We don't know that he is necessarily. Maybe we're just saying this because it, it makes sense and it kind of puts pieces in place. And we can justify it and go, oh, this isn't that bad. He's just introverted, right? But then J.J. Redick went on to, to, to crush him basically after and go, you know, you've got to do the bare minimum. You're... You're a player. You're a teammate. You've got to do the bare minimum, which is call or text CJ McCollum and say, like, welcome to the team. Welcome to the Pels. I'm excited. Anything like that. And that didn't happen, right? We've known that maybe Zion isn't taking as good care of his body as he should. Again, he's 21 years old. He's still a kid for all intents and purposes, right? But he's also a professional basketball player. And when you become that, there's a certain degree and, you know, a certain way in which you need to act. And so J.J. Reddick said he's seen a pattern here and we could list it out, right? The frat parties over the summer, which are fine by themselves, right? You know, he skipped the Nashville workouts. He, he, he was in Vegas for summer league and didn't come around the team at all. Like, not even to a practice or anything. He was just there away from everybody. He ghosted them on the NBA Finals trip, Brandon Ingram and Fred Vinson. You know, I've, I've reported that he, he skipped rehab workouts here in New Orleans. And now he's really away from the team in Portland. None of this, none of this is great, right? Like, none of this is 
an ideal situation and it is a pattern. And that's why you're starting to see some blame shift. I went on our Locked On Now podcast and host Peter Bukowski asked me, he goes, you know, have they done enough to, to make Zion happy? And I think to a degree, like, yeah, he gets the suite or one of the, when they're on the road, they get like four or five suites. When he was traveling with the team, he got a suite every single time, even when he wasn't playing. It's the best player on the team, right? Like it makes sense. You know, they've hid injuries from him. They've kind of done almost everything he's asked. He just doesn't trust this team. You know, it's his body. He has a right to feel that way. But, I, you know, in the immediacy right now, I think the Pelicans are not blameless, but don't shoulder the majority of it for the first two years. Oh, hell yeah. But not right now. And that's why I think you're seeing kind of the public perception st really start to blame Zion. And part of this is the silence. And this is where I think it's interesting, right? He's silent. It's, it's a terrible look. None of us are going to disagree that this is a horrible look for him, right? And he's got to do something. But he's not. And it's been this way for a while. So he obviously, you would assume, right, knows this. So why isn't he doing anything? If you, you know, it's 2022. If you don't control your own narrative, other people will. And people are trying to fill in the blanks here to really make sense of this. Because it's a situation that is just so... What? And so, I might make sense of it one way. You might make sense of it another way. person over there might make sense of it a different way. But as I said, I have informed speculation on exactly what's going on. I laid that out in Monday's show. Um, so, it's one of those things. You know, maybe the silence is an answer. Maybe, you know, we need to kind of take him for his actions, which are not great right now. He's, you know, Herb Jones says he texts in from time to time, but in the big Pelicans players group text, you think he's active? No, maybe he sends a message here and there. And don't even get me started on the social media stuff that I'm not buying into. You guys, he, he just retweets things. It's like the bare minimum. If that, that's, that's not it. That doesn't mean he's engaged. We don't even know if he's running his Twitter account or his Instagram account or anything like that, right? There's easier ways to do this. He could have any media organization in the world, pretty much, come to him, need to do a sit down, and he could clear the air. And he clear it very easily, I think. There's ways you can explain this, but he's not. Why not? And that's the weird and the uncomfortable part of this, is this is camp not wanting him to look weak. Look, it sucks if you're having an injury and you can't get healthy. But if he comes out and says that and being like, man, it's really, really rough. Joel Embiid said a lot of this. First, two, He missed his first two years. His brother died during that time. <coughs> he said it was hard. And he thought about retiring. Got everyone off his back. Everyone off his back. You've got to show some vulnerability probably if that's the truth. And for whatever reason, he doesn't want to do that. If that's the case. And it might not be. So we're all trying to fill in the blanks. But look, I can tell you, he didn't go to Portland to get away from people fat shaming him or being a distraction or anything like that, right? Saw a lot of that on Twitter yesterday. He easily, if he could stay in New Orleans rehabbing and working with the team and being present and being part of things, film sessions when he's awake, you know, the team chemistry, going to dinners with some of these guys, you'd be able to do that and just not go to games. And no one would see you still. But it doesn't need to be 
as big of a production in what it's all turned into be. But let's have a little bit of empathy for Zion and let's talk about that. What it could be coming up in the next segment here in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But before we get to that, NBA fans, you've heard me talk about prize picks a lot. I mean, look, if you're looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA, then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. It's super easy to use. You pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe, and they offer fast withdrawals. So use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. And Prize Picks offers a variety of options. Any prop you could think of, from points scored, rebounds, steals, and they allow mixed sports entries. So you can take the Pelicans, you can get in on soccer as well, college basketball, whatever it is you might be, you can pick your two to five players from any sport on any entry that you put in. So for a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our Locked On listeners. You get $50 for free if a player in your first Prize Pick entry scores a single point. Pick Brandon Ingram. He's going to get one point, right? But you've got to use promo code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer just for Locked On fans. Sign up today. Use promo code NBA for $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. And for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So yesterday, with kind of the tr- Twitter uproar with the J.J. Redick stuff, and I think J.J. Redick is speaking the truth here. This matches up with stuff I've told you, right? And stuff I've heard and said. This shouldn't necessarily come as a shock that he's maybe that, that Zion is maybe not the most professional. Does that mean he doesn't want to be here? I don't know for sure. You know, I'm I'm not ready to do the, okay, let's talk trade packages for Zion or things like that. I think there'd be some issues too, but we'll talk about it a little bit more in the next segment. But, you know, I think at times things can go a little bit over overboard. And let's again, not forget that he's 21 listening to family members. It's not easy to just stop doing that. Even if you think this is actively harming you. These are the people that have been there for you before you made it big. That goes a long way with many, many, many of these NBA players. So he's also young, right? And I think part of this is it's tough. As I said, it's tough on him too. Even if he's being a bad teammate, even if he's not acting like he should, this is still hard on him. I can tell you for a fact, I know he wants to play. I know he wants to play basketball. I know he wants to play basketball this season for New Orleans. It's probably not going to happen, but he wants to. So when he sees a lot of the hate directed towards him and, and things like that, I think that can be rough. If we're wondering why he's not really tweeting things, maybe he's just not actively looking at Twitter himself because people are calling him fat and different things like that. It's not a fun situation to to be in. Trust me, I thought about deleting my Twitter at one point after I'd said all the stuff about him falling asleep in meetings, skipping rehabs and things, and some of the like horrific hate directed toward me. And this isn't even like 1% of what's getting directed towards Zion. What he's going through is brutal. You think he wants to be injured? Not a chance. You think he wants this foot not to heal properly? 
Of course he doesn't want that. This is hard on him too. And maybe he is just not at 21 years old equipped to deal with something like this. I think that's a possibility. That's where maybe he's being given bad advice and he needs to listen to others to try and get in front of some of this. But I think that's at play too. And it's something that's worth keeping in mind and having some of that empathy. Maybe as you know, he said in his media day availability, he didn't want to go to the workouts in Nashville because he was just down and he didn't want to be around his teammates while he was down. <coughs> yeah, that makes sense, right? Like maybe this, he's just depressed and depression is a bitch, man. So it's tough to just like scream and be like, what the hell are you doing? Zion? Again, is he being a good teammate? No. Could there be reasons for it beyond he wants out of New Orleans? Yeah. But that's something that, again, takes people sitting down and talking to be able to figure out. But he doesn't seem like he wants that. And that's kind of the hard part. I was listening to Chris Connor Spaces and Antonio Daniels was in there and Chris asked him a really, really good question. As a former player, you know, if your star player on the team was doing this, how, how would you react? And Antonio Daniels said the first thing I would do is kind of like be a human, right? We've said this phrase a lot here on the show. Hey, Zion, everything good, everything right at home, everything right mentally, physically, all of that. And try and be there for the guy and connect with him on a human level as a teammate of someone who loves him. Yeah, I think that's a great approach. But what do you do if the teammate's not answering the phone? Like when CJ McCollum called him. And again, it sounded like they have connected. Malik Andrews reported that. Said she spoke to CJ McCollum. He said, yeah, after that that thing I did on TNT, we've spoken, we've connected. Okay, but it shouldn't be taking this huge push in stuff to create that. And that's where there's a problem. If he needs help, be open to help from your teammate, from the team, from others. Is he? So while I want to be empathetic, and I am to a degree towards him, a lot of his actions are saying, no, he doesn't actually want that. That's a concern. And that's going to lead to what we're going to get into in the next segment here in today's episode after a cough <coughs> of Locked On Pelicans. Now what? Now what? Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over for this season, but basketball full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. We're close to the Final Four here in New Orleans. So for the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where to find the next fired head coach and where they're going to land with whatever sport it might be, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. It's your source for hockey boxing UFC as well. So head to the website betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Betonline.net, betonline where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five-star review with a comment and tell a friend about the show. All of that helps keep this free and five days a week. Been here every day, basically talking all things New Orleans and all of that. And there's a lot going on. Everything with Zion. Um, even while sick, too. So, please, help the show out. That's always a wonderful thing that you can do. So, now what? Zion has been called out pretty hard this week. 
starting with CJ McCollum at the All-Star Game, and then JJ Redick on Tuesday, really kind of like lean into him and saying a pattern and showing everything out there. And it was true, right? I think we all agree with this. Whether that pattern is him just being a crappy teammate or going through something, I'm not sure. Is it also potentially that he wants out and just didn't want to be here in the first place? Yeah, it's it's a possibility. I was on WWL radio and I'd said this the um, yesterday that I think for the first time, I'm not convinced that Zion's going to be here next season and will be in a Pelicans uniform at the start of the next NBA season. You know, David Griffin has this, he said this in his first press conference in New Orleans. You're either all the way in or you're all the way out. And he doesn't, he only wants people here who are all the way in. He and the team, I guess, overall, need to make a determination on this now. Is Zion all the way in or is he all the way out? Or or just part of the way out, right? Basically, the question is, to rephrase that, is Zion all the way in? Is Zion all the way in? As I put that to you right now, let me know in the YouTube comments below. Is Zion all the way in? I'm not going to say that he is. I don't think it's even remotely close to that. I can tell you that a number, while Herb might say, yeah, we hear from him time to time, that's not a ringing endorsement. Some of these guys don't talk to him at all. And he doesn't respond at all. And I don't know if he really has friends, let's say, on this team anymore or right now that he's really isolated himself from this organization so (laughs) he's definitely not all the way in again this was not the team's choice for him to go to portland so you're still going to hear them back in you know everyone's going to be asked about this is going to be a distraction for the next two weeks for this team when they come back and they have practice on thursday might be even wednesday might be today i can pull it up and look Um, as I'm talking here, you know, Willie Green and his media availability is going to be asked about this. They're going to say, hey, Zion involved, what's going on, right? No, their first practice is Thursday, and then they travel to Phoenix that night. They're going to be asked about this. All of the players are going to be asked about this. This is going to probably be one of the first questions. So the team will have these guys prepped for this. And they're going to probably, I would guess, say the right thing. They're not going to throw Zion under the bus. They're still trying to salvage this relationship. But a lot of that's going to be a lie. It's going to be a lie. Because they're they're not going to throw him under the bus. But I can tell you, as I just said, you know, Griff needs to figure out, can he get Zion all the way in? They're having that discussion over on Airline Drive with the Pelicans front office probably as I'm recording this, as they're in a bit of a crisis mode, obviously. They're trying to figure out if he's all the way in or if they can get him all the way in. If he can't, one, what, what do you do? What do you do? It probably means you need to look at moving him. That's complicated because he hasn't played this season and teams are going to be actively worried about trading assets away for a guy that's got a serious injury. And so that needs to get sorted out first. But that is going to make this offseason really interesting. I would not be surprised if you wake up to a Woj bomb one day and it's Zion Williamson has been traded to whatever team. 
not going to be fun to go through that, but if the Pelicans can get a lot of assets for a guy that's acting like this, assuming it's not what we just talked about in the last segment, and that this is him in a way trying to make this an untenable situation. Is this him trying to force his way out without actively saying it, right? He doesn't want to be the bad guy, but maybe just stay so far away that the Pelicans just get fed up. So it's like a cold war of sorts, right? That silence is an answer thing. It's kind of on just, you know, could be read into it that way. So as I ramble a little bit here and I kind of lost my train of thought, these, this is kind of what's next. This is a really pivotal time. And is Zion going to try and take control of the narrative back? Nothing indicates yes, but this is getting to be a really, really bad look for him. And again, there's long-term ramifications here too. This is something that if he gets traded because he basically forced his way off this team, when the lockout comes next and owners want to stop this from happening <coughs> in small market, owners hate this. You know, that's going to be a problem. Stuff like this is going to be a sticking point. You saw it with Ben Simmons too, trying to get traded and it worked, right? Trying to get traded while he was really under full team control. And Zion is too right now. So this is something that's worth keeping an eye on if you just care about the NBA because I don't know if this is a tenable situation and something that teams want to have going on. But what's next is they're going to probably lie, you know, outright and say all of this stuff that supports him and that's smart. You're not going to throw him under the bus. But they don't mean it because things behind the scenes are not good right now. And again, what is it? Is it he wants out? Quite possibly. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Quite possibly. Is it just he's an immature kid? Quite possibly that too. Both could be that as well. But this isn't good. Trying to spin him going to Portland is its not a good thing. Trying to read too much into his retweets and Instagram posts. No. If he wants to be part of the team, he can be part of the team. He doesn't need to be in Portland. He was using the pools over at Oshner before for like the zero gravity, you know, weight loss and cardio. They have all that stuff here and the Pelicans would like him here. And it just speaks to the mess of the situation that we're in right now. And that's not a fun thing. And this isn't a fun podcast to try and do, but it's the reality of the situation. So this is something that's going to be developing. You know, no one's going to throw him under the bus. We'll see, you know, how all of the comments go. I'm sure when we hear this on Thursday, it's going to be kind of what we expect. But this offseason is going to be a really pivotal one. And again, I don't think I can say for 100% that he's going to be on the team next season. All right, I'm going to leave you with that. Do you think it's 100% he's going to be on the team next season? Let me know in the YouTube comments below. And thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow where we're hopefully not going to talk Zion. That would be cool. So let's try and not talk Zion tomorrow.